0: Welcome to the Rolling Stones, a podcast about the baddest boys of the 21st century. Hosted by your own bad boys, it's Pete. And PJ.
1: And um, you did not say the name of our show correctly.
0: What? You just said, welcome to the Rolling Stones. Welcome to the Rolling Stones. I mean, hey, look, it's the... Man, at this point they're just a fucking brand that's it you're right so like there's no we're just trying to cash in yeah exactly yeah we're just trying to get some of that sweet forever Forever 21 t money (laughs) we're just trying to get a little like a one one or two percent kicked our way for doing a podcast about the band and yeah i think it'll be good honestly
1: yeah it'll be nice to you know at least make some money back We've sunk a lot of money into this. Oh, my
0: podcast. God. It's, you don't, uh, we talked a lot about the finances of the show on the Beach Boys Boys. I think that was like a yeah. key part of that show. Yeah. Was exactly how we were paying for it, what odd jobs we were doing, what lawn mowing mm-hmm. we were doing, whose credit card we were maxing out. Exactly. Uh, but we haven't really talked about it much on this show because as everyone knows, we have a stable of podcasts now under the Beach Boys Boys umbrella. Um, and we got, since I live now in what they call the Silicon Valley. We have that sweet startup money is what we got. Um, And we're thinking about going public, uh, you know, and so we're, we're pretty much right on the cusp of just being what you call millionaires. Uh, But the Rolling Stones really key to us going public would be getting a stake in that Rolling Stones advertising money. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's what our investors are looking for basically.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, We've got that, and the Manfred Man men, you yeah. know, we make 10% off that podcast, and they are doing well.
0: Yeah, I don't know, honestly, how exactly Manfred Man is <laughs> it's just, it's killing it in 2021. Everyone's so into the Earth Band, so, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm, one. I'm really hoping to make... You know, bank off of the new podcast, uh, Herman's Hermits. He hymns. Yeah, it's a very progressive show. Yeah, uh, (laughs) Herman's Hermits,
0: hermits. uh, hosted by just hetero men, though. Still, obviously. Yeah, they're all they (laughs) all they're all he hymns. Yeah, yeah. Who
1: else has a podcast about an obscure band from the '60s besides White? True. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's true. Well, PJ, how the hell are you?
1: You know, Pete. Uh, a little peek behind the curtain, as we like to do sure. sometimes. We're recording on Halloween, and I think that's great.
0: Now, PJ, I think it's a little scary, but can you answer a question for me? A legitimate one. Is yes, sir. Halloween All Hallows' Eve, or is All Hallows' Eve the night before Halloween?
1: I believe All Hallows' Eve is Halloween.
0: Okay, then we are celebrating All Hallows' Eve today. <laughs> the only reason I asked is because I wanted to say All Hallows' Eve. Yeah. And uh, didn't know if I was going to be... Flayed on Twitter for making such yeah. a grievous mistake.
1: Yeah, the, I mean they've been bullying us on Twitter, <laughs> Twitter lately. It's
0: been insane, man. It's just I log on and it's just all a bunch of DMs from hot models being that, like, that's "You fucked up." Direct on the most messages. Show. Yeah. 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 Here's where you got all those Rolling Stones facts wrong. Uh, actually, Keith did have a mm, solo album out before the late '80s. Excuse me. So stuff like that, you know.
1: Uh-huh. Are you fact checking our own podcast now,
0: Pete? No, no. I thought the, we. I told you never the, to do that. The thoughts on Twitter You're reaching right. out to me <laughs> to tell me that uh, to correct me on the minor details of Keith Richards' discography.
1: Yeah, yeah. That is my favorite Twitter account, The Rolling Stones Thoughts, and you <laughs> think it's going to be like you know deep, uh, uh, deep quotes from the band or sure. lyrics, but mm-hmm. then it's spelled T H O T S, and yeah. it is thoughts who love the stones
0: yeah uh and actually that's that isn't true his first album was 1988 he just had the run rudolph run i think is from like 1978 or something weird so it made me think maybe he had an album out back then but nope really yeah
1: well i mean if he did have that out then he did right
0: well he just i think he just released a christmas single
1: no, because it's a whole album called Run, Rudolph, Run.
0: Oh, I don't
1: know. Remember, we talked oh, about it last episode, because he, he covers Pressure Drop on that album.
0: Right. row, right, 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 right. Oh. Yeah,
1: 78. It's a whole album. Right, right. Would you like to hear the track listing?
0: Yes. I would like to it, know why Wikipedia doesn't list it under his solo albums, then, actually. That's really what I want to know
1: um also may i say very funny that it was his first so wait solo single
0: yeah i was gonna say solo single is run rudolph run backed with the harder they come
1: but this one says keith richards run rudolph run bonus unreleased track pressure drop From with december 2007
0: it says on wikipedia i mean i'm just going off wikipedia here which is really the the facts of our time the the encyclopedia of our times pj
1: god we're going to get we're going to have to get microscopic on this shit man
0: yeah i think if we were looking for more Fuck. reasons to talk about the rolling stones we're not but we could do a yeah. bonus episode where we watch the pirates of the caribbean movies that he's in um
1: so i uh, this last week i sent you he's a in video three of from them?
0: jesus really oh no he's got to be the in the same one, he's one as he's in Yeah, the most recent one he's in, it says likeness only, so I assume there's just like a picture of him in the movie.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, you know what? I think Paul McCartney in that movie, that's the one Paul McCartney's in, I believe, like is holding a picture of him, so it's like Mm. a cute little, I don't know. Funny
0: joke. It's a hilarious joke.
1: Yeah, truly. Yeah. Okay. I think it is a single, and then there are
0: two B-sides
1: on it somehow?
0: confusing. I wonder maybe it was released in different areas with different B-sides on oh, the Oh,
1: that could be. They did they were all fucky with that for a long time.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Um Anyway, I did this last week send you a video from Keith Richards' Instagram which mm, how have a we fun not game. been Yeah. Yeah. He 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 was playing a song. You know what? I will play the video.
0: Sure. Yeah, this the, our listeners can play too. Play along at home.
1: And we're going to need you to drop a comment on SoundCloud. uh, What song you think this is immediately? He seems so proud of himself after it's done. He's like, all right, that's it. I got to say,
0: the more I listen to it, I know for sure which song it is, but it sounds so much like a different Rolling Stones song.
1: Yeah, it's also very bad.
0: Yeah, (laughs) well.
1: Like, how many times do you think he's played that song on stage in the last 40 years? Yeah,
0: a lot, I got to think. So you can play along at at home, Um Go to look up the Jeopardy theme song and play it while you think about it. Um, but we'll go ahead and spoil it. It's it's definitely rocks off, but yeah. it sounds exactly like the guitar line from Happy as well. And I, th- or not yeah. Happy from, um, no, got um, me running or whatever. Um, yeah, and I think it's definitely rocks off, but I think the you know, you've got me running song, they just he basically just lifted the guitar line because it's y- it it's also. So similar
1: as you pointed out, kind of sounds like brown sugar.
0: A little bit, yeah. And then it just makes you realize how similar a lot of their riffs are.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, oh, well.
1: I I wish we would have done a bit on this show where every week we checked in on Keith's uh, Before Instagram. Before they make because... me run,
0: sorry. Not you've got me running. Before they oh, make yeah. me run. Go
1: ahead. But um, his his Instagram at is officialkeef, K-E-E-F, which is very funny. Yeah. And then today he posted a picture of himself in costume uh, or like from the uh pirates of caribbean movie that he was in dressed as a pirate and it just says happy halloween as if he did it this year yeah which it's like dude that movie came out in like 2010 right what are you, you can't bank in on that now
0: i think no i think that's he posts that every single halloween you're probably not wrong yeah he yeah. just has it scheduled for eternity to post on like six years after he dies it's still just going to be popping up <laughs> on people's instagrams yeah oh wait
1: on may 27th he also posted a picture of it God, what a weird dude
0: yeah undeniable
1: does he to me he's like <laughs> him and ozzy i'm like how do they like go throughout their day and like day-to-day lives
0: yeah they're just both so decrepit. Yeah, basically, it's just amazing that they can walk, much less let like, alone tour. Yeah, full on tour. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's I, very um, strange to me. Yeah, I don't know. I have no interest in seeing skeletons perform, even on Halloween. Well,
1: it is Halloween yeah. today, Pete.
0: Well, PJ, as we, as I tease so wonderfully at the beginning of the episode we're talking about the stones in the 21st century which yeah we never got to the beach boys in the 21st century because we skipped whatever the fuck that album's called and that's um, what God made the radio yeah and so this is our first time talking about music released basically in our lifetimes well i guess one of the albums last time was released after we were born but whatever yeah um actually no we could have bought at the record store
1: this one will be the first one since i've been alive there you go yeah um
0: no bridges to babylon was 97
1: was it nine 90- oh you're right i was thinking yeah. that the other one was yeah. like two months before i was born
0: so uh it's their first album a, B- a bigger bang comes out in 2005 four years after 9-11 uh and it's the rolling stones first album in eight years uh, yeah. Which is their longest gap between albums up to this point. I mean, no real surprise. They, you know, been slowing down quite a bit, but yeah, um,
1: in their old age. Yeah,
0: and then after that, it's eleven years till their next album. So they take even longer for another one. Um, a bigger bang, though, is the Last Stone's album of original songs because the Blue and Lonesome that came out in twenty sixteen is all covers, um, and. They largely, for a bigger bang, went back to the basics, which I feel like we've been saying for like six albums in a row.
1: Yeah, they keep saying that that's but, what they're doing, but they kind very of very few times really has been did true this
0: time. Like it's really more so
1: than yeah they've said in the past.
0: Like this one definitely has some kind of two thousands rock influences, but it's it's a lot less of the last few albums. You can still definitely tell what era they're recorded in. And this one has a lot less of that. It's a lot more just the Stones trying to write Stone songs, you know, yeah. with varying success. Um, Mick and Keith wrote all the songs in 2004 at Mick's French estate. Uh, and they, they almost didn't get together to start writing and recording the new record because Charlie was diagnosed with throat cancer in 2004. Um huh. but then Mick realized, Fuck it, I can play drums. What do we need the cancerous oh, wow. guy for? Uh so they just started, you know, writing and he played the basic drum tracks that Charlie later replaced in the studio.
1: So That makes sense. Yeah. I mean
0: so we really shouldn't have been surprised that when Charlie died they were just like we'll just start the tour tomorrow, great.
1: Yeah, the most that <laughs> Keith fun. Richards did was post a picture on Instagram.
0: <laughs> After Charlie so, died, really?
1: Yeah. He didn't release official statement it just yeah. it was a picture of Charlie's drum set with a closed sign on it huh? which <laughs> could be <laughs> seems that he kind hated of fucked up. It could mean
0: that he yeah. thought Charlie was a dick yeah <laughs>
1: yeah um uh, that's great can we go back to something you said earlier sure 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 you said that this would be the first album we could have bought at a record store
0: are you implying that
1: babies can't go into a record store and buy that's records? That's true
0: there is technically no age limit at a record store. So in 1997, we could have respectively at 2 and 3 years old, I think, bought an album if we if we had the money. I wasn't getting in balance yeah. at that point, but that's true we technically could have, but in 2005 it still would have been a little, you know, we would have been like 9 years old, so still would have been a little weird, but
1: I was in 5th grade in 2009.
0: Nice. What was PJ yeah. up to in fifth grade?
1: Um, Wearing a Beatles sweatshirt every single day. Love it. Um, And having an awful haircut.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 2005 for you.
0: Banner year. George Bush had just been reelected.
1: Ugh, everybody was riding that George, <laughs> yeah, that Bush, George high. Bush
0: high. <laughs> American Idiot had just come out, and my cousin got it for Christmas, and I was not allowed to listen to it. Sometimes I forget how Christian your parents are. <laughs> I don't even know if that was... I, th- I think it was more that it was like adult music, not that it was like not Christian. I pretty hmm. distinctly remember it just being like, a, no, this album is for like grown-ups. And even though I listened to like, you know, some like rock music and stuff, it was like, no, 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 this is like a grown-up album though. So.
1: See, I thought the only music made for grown-ups was adult contemporary
0: I think Green Day counts as adult. I mean, they at least do now. <laughs> I don't know about... Yeah. 2004, they, I guess, would have been still uh, still pretty punk, but...
1: Can not be honest? I don't know what adult contemporary is.
0: Adult contemporary is just... I mean, it's just a chart, but, like...
1: I don't know what it includes.
0: I mean, it's pretty malleable. I've
1: always been confused by the term.
0: yeah. I think it's basically, I mean, here's my guess. The way the billboard charts work is who buys what at a record store. So somehow they must have been like tracking people over a certain age, you know, those
1: 18 and over record stores that they have that we would not have been allowed in.
0: (laughs) But then it also tracks radio play, which also would have been just like there would have been radio channels aimed at like older audiences, not like teenagers you know, at hmm. parents, and so then it. I just think it's such a
1: stupid term. I yeah. hate it.
0: I mean, it's basically it's either music that's like kind of just mom and dad music, like Lyle Lovett, for example. There you go. Like from the first Lyle Lovett album, <laughs> that was an album for like 35 year olds. Same with like Paul Simon's solo shit. I feel like yeah, that's like you're only well, Lyle really, Lovett was such a good pull. You're only excited about that music if you're like 35 years old or older. Yeah. Um. But then there's some there's some adult contemporary stuff that is pop, and then like as it ages, it becomes adult. Like I would say like Fleetwood Mac, it's like right. cool for everybody when it first comes out, like Rumors and Tusk and everything. But then after like three years, that's purely adult contemporary because younger people have like moved on to hipper stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fuck Fleetwood Mac. Honestly, that's I'm even cool.
0: Describe adult contemporary at least. Okay. Like, now, who's a good modern adult contemporary artist? Probably, oh, God, who was the person who released an album during the pandemic? It was supposed to be really good. It was called Fiona Apple. Like, Fiona okay. Apple, I feel like, would be an adult contemporary person now. Like, it's, like, not pop music, but it's, like, you know, like, mainstream kind of, like, arty yeah. rock music, but it's it's not stuff that, you know, like, high schoolers are getting into, really.
1: Oh, uh, man, all my high school friends love Fiona Apple. True. So. Yeah.
0: Well, fair. Um... The album title of A Bigger Bang reflects the band's... This is a quote from a statement that they released when the album came out. Oh, I'm so excited. Fascination with the scientific theory about the origin of the universe.
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be a banging joke. Yeah, not
0: a sex joke, but uh, this was apparently going to be a series. Their next album was going to be a a concept record about Charles Darwin. (laughs) Really? They're just really um, into science, you know. Yeah, just loving it.
1: I really hope that um, they in 2005 learned about the Big Bang, and they were like, yeah. "Have you guys heard about
0: this fucking thing?" <laughs> we had no idea. Yeah, probably. They probably. I mean, they probably didn't teach it in primary school when in the 19 early 1960s when the lads were in.
1: They were probably in, in primary school. school in the 50s.
0: No, they were like. 18 when they started right i thought maybe yeah
1: primary schools you're like 10 or
0: you're you know how the fuck would i I I know i'm not in oh i forgot you're in london now so all your kids are in school now so exactly you know how it works over there they get in those big red buses to go to school (laughs) double decker (laughs) school buses. yeah
1: so you can fit more kids on there
0: they actually they just paint those yellow you know for the school buses yeah in in
1: America, you know, all the cool kids sit on the back of the bus. Yeah. In London, they, they sit, sit on the on top, the top yeah. and back.
0: Yeah. And it's even cooler. Like when it rains, they're like soaking wet, but they're like, no, it's cool actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I actually like to go to ta- or go to school all like sopping wet. Yeah. That's a big thing. They call oh, yeah. it soaping. Oi, I like to be soaping, mate. That's yeah, their London saying.
0: fog raincoats are just open in the rain and they're like, it's cooler to be, you know, to not button it up. Yeah. Be drenched. Right. Drenched. Yeah. Uh, did I ever tell you that story about one time when I couldn't fit my boot in my brawl or my brawley in my boot? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right. So during the tour for <laughs> A Bigger Bang... Keith, uh, I think we talked about this on like maybe the very first episode or the first couple of episodes. Keith got hurt and they had to postpone the tour because he fell out of a tree in Fiji <laughs> and hit his head. Right.
1: I remember this. Yeah. It was a coconut tree.
0: Yeah. I think this is you something I remember from yeah. the news. Yeah. It's incredible. So so that's when this happens in real time now in the real episodes. Oh,
1: I totally forgot about that. I was so, you know, into Keith being himself as a you know, a as a teenager through an old man, <laughs> as we've been talking about. And now yeah. as an old man, he's fucking falling out of trees, which is hilarious. I know.
0: It's so wild. Um, let's see. A Bigger Bang oh, was ranked by the magazine, not the band. It was ranked by Rolling Stone. <laughs> It'd be really funny if the Rolling Stones released their own ranking of the best albums of 2005 <laughs> and, re- and put their album number two. Um, Rolling Stone ranked a bigger bang the second best album of 2005 behind Late Registration.
1: I uh, okay, yeah. which I mean that makes sense. Late Registration's
0: album. probably number one, but it's just fucking wild that a bigger bang was number two.
1: Number two. What's number three? Oh, Who cares?
0: <laughs> PJ, if you're not first or second, you're last. That's that quote. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Also, I screwed up. This is actually a fact check. Uh, We talked a bunch on our last episode about how Voodoo Lounge and Bridges to Babylon were the second longest albums because they were both about like 63 minutes long or whatever. This is actually the second longest Stones album, A Bigger Bang. It's 64 fucking minutes long. So, yeah. So they, aside from Exile, their three most recent albums are by far the longest ones. Yeah.
1: So um, I knew you weren't going to look up the albums, so I thought I would. Oh, okay. Uh, What's up? um, a bigger bang is apparently better than the white stripes "Get Behind Me, Satan." Okay. A- and as we talked about, uh, Fiona Apple's "Extraordinary Machine," which okay. is number
0: four. Interesting. Cool.
1: How did how did this get better than "Get Behind Me, Satan"?
0: I don't know, man. White or is it white orchid or blue orchid? I forget the name of that song. Is better than any song off a of bigger bang. So. Yeah. I think it's white orchid. <laughs> the, the worst song.
1: Blue orchid. That's It's it's blue orchid, but then white moon is also. Oh, that got album. it. That's what yeah. I'm
0: thinking of. Um, the fucking
1: worst song on that album, which there's not a really bad one, is better than any song on this album. Yeah. Uh,
0: so a bigger bang was released September. Oh wow, really on the anniversary? Uh, September 2005. Uh, yeah. They keep i know Doing and it. they were calling it back too a bigger bang yeah yeah uh Yikes. they went to number two in the uk and number three in the u.s i think this is definitely the last album where charts actually matter because uh, you yeah. still i mean obviously you could pirate shit in the 2000s off the internet but itunes yeah. sales still basically counted as like you know record sales so um and it was still produced uh by Don was he's still their producer, uh, through the two thousands, and largely all recorded by Keith, Mick, and Charlie. Uh, Ronald Donald only showed up to play on about half the album, and then mm. Daryl Jones and Chuck Level, their touring guys, showed up for a few songs here and there. But mostly yeah. just the core original members.
1: Um, it's it's kind of funny that Ronald Donald, even as like an official member, he's like, I don't really need to be here. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. He must have been touring with someone or or something. I don't know. Um, And then also the first album where Mick is credited with playing bass. So Mick is apparently rocking the the bass on some of these. He just
1: keeps learning.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then our good friend uh, Blondie Chaplin shows up once again with backing vocals Uh on a couple of songs as well. Hmm. So do we want to... Get into the track by track, PJ. I think it's we a, should get into it. It's the track a lot of songs, so I just want to get through it. <laughs> yeah,
1: and get through it, we will. First song, "Rough Justice." Oh, yeah, yeah. It's also funny that they remastered it in two thousand and nine. Yes, like I know. years after it's, it came out, like,
0: was it that bad in two thousand five that it needed a remaster? Apparently. Uh, that's Ronald on the slide.
1: It's maybe the best slide work he's done
0: in a little while. Maybe. In his,
1: I mean, maybe the best he's done. I like that riff. It's very basic, but apparently the riff, bung, 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 Keith said bung, bung, he bung. dreamed
0: just like Satisfaction.
1: Ooh, yeah. it sounds a little bit like
0: Satisfaction. I mean. I got to say, it's maybe a spoiler for the entire rest of the album, but this is by far the best song on this album. And this song oh, kind of rules. Yeah. This song's really good.
1: It's, I think it's very good. The solos are great. Yeah. That riff is good. I kind of hate the chorus.
0: Oh, interesting. I like it just because the that's when the guitar riff really comes in. So I'm okay with the them once again doing a chorus that's just Mick chanting a phrase. That's the title of the song. Yeah. See, I think it takes away from the riff,
1: oh, the yeah. boom, 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 because then it, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, this you. part's fine. It's just the first chorus I don't like, I think. But um, that guitar, yeah, yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah. This yeah. Is, this is really good shit. It made me excited yeah. for the album, and then <laughs> I immediately was <laughs> let down. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm gonna go ahead and say conservatively, I think it took me four full days to get through this album of like commuting to and from work and everything. Just, it's so goddamn long. And every time I would try to listen to it, I'd get like three songs in and then be like, I'm just, I gotta listen to something else. Yeah. It it's, it's, it's a
1: slog. You know, it, it always kind of gets that way towards the end of these.
0: Mhm. Although this one, it's so long, 16 songs and it's not it's split true. up at all like it's just you know 16 straight songs i just kept getting lost yeah. in the middle like from track like 5 through 15 well your problem is you kept like restarting 12. at the yeah. beginning well, yeah true yeah rough justice is is very good this is a really strong it's, opener for them
1: and this is like back to form which i think oh, yeah. for
0: sure i think any time
1: they do that once on their album they say it about the whole album right? a return to form for yeah. the stones it's absolutely not
0: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, they're returning to form in that they're trying to just kind of do some more basic rock music. Like, they're not doing their 90s thing of, uh, or the Bridges to Babylon thing of, like, experimenting with modern music at all. But it's not a return to form in that they're good songs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let me down slow. This sounds like a bad, dire, straight song, just (laughs) right off the bat.
0: I love that Yeah You know
1: Here's the thing As somebody who was alive This is one we can speak to Because we were like alive And like actual human beings in 2005 I can see This coming out in 2005 And people being like Damn This is a really good Stones album Like Yeah But then like You know 16 years later it's uh really disappointing
0: yeah well and especially compared with the rest of their discography it's kind of like the thing that we talked about a couple episodes ago where like reviewers up through the 80s were like still waiting for the stones to make another great album they were like it's only been like 15 years like and they've released albums the whole time like maybe one of these is gonna be as good as like sticky fingers again um well, and, and then so, they have the reputation of like being
1: this huge band that sells yeah. out arenas. So like, yeah, some people who haven't really listened to the backlog except for the hits, like probably yeah. the best of that you had. Yeah. They're probably like, oh, a New Stone's album's gonna rock, yeah. You know, and then so, this comes out yeah, and they're on like, its own. Man.
0: I see what you mean, but definitely based against like the rest of their discography, it's, it's nothing special. Yeah, so far. I mean, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Um. I'm going to go. I have to check something real quick and then I will be right back. Sure. And then we'll go to the next song. Sorry about that. Um, No worries. I can see the people walk by my window for trick or treating, and then Uh. I did not hear anybody go to the door. So uh, Melanie could not hear them. And I was like, Are you you giving people treats or what? And she's like, Nope, couldn't hear them. So
0: those fucking kids
1: yeah maybe kids should knock louder
0: yeah right Use the pound those tiny fists
1: yeah <laughs> alright it won't take long
0: man overdriven guitar again
1: they're getting crazy on this one yeah right <sighs> the thing is at this point in the album the third song. Yeah, you
0: you get it. Yeah, like you get it. Yeah, and it's like it. it this is a very plain song. Like it's just, there's yeah. nothing interesting happening, man. This riff is not catchy. The melody's not catchy. So just like it's already pretty bland rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would guess the chorus is something along the lines of. It won't take long. Yeah. yeah yep. Um
1: do we talk about the album cover cuz Oh no,
0: we didn't. Yeah, we should. It's it's stupid. <laughs> it's Oh, it's apparently the first Wait, is that true? No, because of Dirty Work. I was going to say it's it's like the first one in a really long time with all the band members on it, which is true except for Dirty Work. But then bef- that
1: came out in 86, right?
0: Yeah, but then before Dirty Work, there hadn't been an album with all of the members since like 1960, or since Her Majesty's Request, I think. Her Satanic Majesty's oh. Request. Hmm. I think that was the most recent one with like all five of their faces on the front. And then yeah. Dirty Work and then and then this one.
1: You know, that sounds like something Mick and Keith would say in an interview. Like, oh, this is first one with all the you know members on it. And then they'd be like, what about Dirty Work? And they'd be like... <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, forgot about that album. <laughs> yeah, their talking points were just all yeah. not fact checked. Yeah, so it's all of them like in a dark room and then they're like I don't know, I mean, what is it? It's really it's really dark. There's just like a flash of light that they're all standing around basically.
1: Yeah. It and then like there's the mirror image of them on the bottom, mm. but I think it's like not an actual mirror image. It looks like it's a mirror image, but then they're doing something different. Oh, it's like the Big Bang. Oh,
0: oh. Yeah. You know what? That, yeah, I think I get it now. Yeah, interesting. This is, um, That's the perfect maybe... album cover um, to reflect their fascination with the origins of the universe. I, I think say. so,
1: too. Also, no words on it
0: at all. True yeah. um, It's their it's first album bet- with uh, no words on it Since um, mm, about. Mm. Actually I feel like they did have one with no words on it Wasn't there one uh, where they, there was a sticker With their name on it Because there was no name yeah. in What was that album
1: Was that Satanic
0: Majesties Maybe But I feel like there was a more recent one I'm going to go to the next song here Rainfall Down I mean they tried to not is I guess I know I just said they didn't do a lot of contemporary stuff but Rainfall Down feels like it's kind of trying to be like contemporary rock of the time oh yeah oh yeah and it's well it's got that hip hop beat that's how you know yeah it's got a little hip hop beat happening I really Uh, don't like this song no it's awful it's one of the worst it's kind of fun just as like a novelty item because it's like a weird story song from Mick about him like going over to a lady friend's house, but it's it's not a good song. So. Also,
1: that's not cute when you're an 80 year old man, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um. May I say that uh, this sounds like a worse version of the stuff that the Dust Brothers produced?
0: Yeah, it's like that kind of song, but then without cool, interesting production, or not even cool, but just interesting production. It's just like very bland production.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find that one that didn't have any words on it. Um, and even the guitar, like the tone on it is really not of the time. It's very old school. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to the next song. I think streets of love.
0: Streets of love was featured in several episodes of the soap opera days of our lives. (laughs) is that real yeah
1: that's hilarious yeah i mean goat's head soup just says the rolling stones on it oh it's their satanic majesty's request doesn't have any words on it
0: okay nice
1: okay that's what i was thinking but
0: it's only rock and roll doesn't have any words on the front as well
1: Wow, they're pretty classic for this, huh?
0: Yeah, they've been doing it for a while.
1: Uh, well, I th- and then I think between the buttons was the one that they yeah. had to add stickers to because they put it so small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those cheeky little m- buggers. Know. Um, this song fucking blows.
0: Let's at least get to the chorus to hear what like, a soap opera song yeah. sounds like. I mean, I could definitely see this being played during a dramatic moment in a TV show, for sure. But it does not make it a good song.
1: I would guess a teen drama like the (laughs) OC or something, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 One Tree Hill.
1: Yeah, and then, like, old dudes are like, what is this classic Stone song? I've never heard this. Mm -hmm. Oh, it came out this year. God. I... At this point, we could just do bits while the songs are playing.
0: I mean, at this point, it really feels like it's not even worth listening to all the songs. But the problem is that none of them are decent enough to like even play. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, let's go to let's go to back of my hand.
1: Back my hand. Uh, Only
0: interesting because it's actually kind of a blues song again, and Mick is playing slide guitar. Apparently, I had no idea he knew. Really? How. Yeah. I do like the guitar on this song a lot I will say yeah that. I mean for a classic straight blues song it's solid just yeah. I don't love these kinds of songs from them in general so
1: that's true I do think that being said I think it's a second best song on the album
0: yeah I think inarguably just because it's you know the stones doing a, an eight bar blues so
1: yeah do you think it would have been better if Keith sang it I do a little bit oh
0: interesting Yeah, maybe. I'd be intrigued Um, at least to hear that version.
1: Yeah, and this is like truly a return to form. Yeah. Like, I think when most people say that, they're talking about their rock stuff, but this is like what their first album sounded like.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, I didn't hate this one, I should say. Um, For sure. Mostly I just like the guitar on it quite a bit. mm Um, She Saw Me Coming.
0: So... um, I don't hate this song, but it's also... I don't know. It's a weird one. Like, I I kind of want to like it. But then every time I listen to it, it's like, eh, it's not that good, though. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't grab me more than...
1: I've kind of... You, you've said that in the past. Like, I kind of want to like <laughs> yeah. it, but I can't get into it. And I've never had that experience until this song, where I was like, there's
0: almost something yeah, it just, there. it feels like it should be good, and then it just isn't quite, though. It's weird, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, and, oh, so, let me take this time to sure. talk about how I want to get John Hinckley on the podcast. Okay,
0: sure, yeah, let's, yeah, let's go over it.
1: Um, so, John Hinckley, Jr., sure. uh, you know... <laughs> Famously shot Ronald Reagan and was obsessed with Jodie Foster sure. um, he has been putting acoustic covers that he's been playing you know the chorus isn't bad it's,
0: for some reason I kind of feel like I would like it if it just wasn't a Stone song which is kind of unfair but I feel like if it was a different band I might really like this song
1: yeah I feel like there should be more solo stuff like on um, yeah there
0: should be a lot more guitar uh, work l- like on Rough Justice yeah. you know
1: just fucking drip with that Um, but uh, John Hinckley recently tweeted out uh, I like the early Beatles early Elvis early Bob Dylan and early Rolling Stones In the Airplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel is a great album (laughs) Nirvana did some good stuff and I tweeted at him and said would you like to be on our podcast about the Rolling Stones convicted
0: murderers Um, murderers,
1: no he didn't murder anybody I think it was an accident but, um, so if you know John Hinckley Jr. <laughs> personally,
0: or if we oh, could yeah. get in touch with him somehow, friend of the he'd show. Be great John to have on the Hinkley cast. Hinkley. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey man, any enemy of Reagan is a friend of ours. <laughs> That's true.
1: Um, you know, and do you think he didn't put the Beach Boys on there because they're, they were buddy-buddy with Reagan? Probably, yeah. He's like that yeah. fucking
0: Mike Love. Yeah. Asshole.
1: Um, but we will not bring up how he tried to shoot Reagan if he's on the podcast
0: I'm sure his publicity people are like that's off limits guys I'm sorry yeah we know that's we all won't what, talk about that's it. what anyone wants to talk about but he refuses to
1: we won't talk about that or Jody Foster okay we just want to so, know his
0: favorite Rolling Stones and Beach Boys albums
1: we just want him to talk about it man yeah. um, so if you know him personally if we could get his contact email us at beachboysboys at gmail.com sure
0: Let's get to Biggest Mistake. This so album. Biggest Mistake, I sounded really familiar to me. And I honestly thought it was a cover or that someone had covered it, but then I couldn't find anything on it. So I don't know how I've like heard it before. Maybe the melody's just familiar with the chorus.
1: Oh, also we forgot to do Listener Mail.
0: Yeah, I figure we can get to that over the back half of the album.
1: Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out what song it sounds like.
0: I don't know, but it's like I... Wait, wait, wait.
1: they're really not creative with song titles this Um, is
0: one again where i think i actually would really like this song if it was just a different band and
1: what what's your
0: ideal band doing this song i don't know i can't put my finger on it but i just feel like if someone else was was doing this one i could like it i don't know um i agree i think like if
1: I can't I I can't put my finger on either. I will think about this the rest of the show though. For sure. Yeah. Um This place is empty.
0: Oh, this fucking song. Is <laughs> this the one you kept this getting to and stopping fucking it? Song. <laughs> Walk right
1: <in. laughs> Tell me this isn't Tom Waits inspired. Yeah,
0: right. His voice, man. It's, it's rough. It's funny how
1: things go around. It's crazy, but it's true. This place is empty.
0: Oh, so empty.
1: It's empty without you. A, a little bit of, a, I believe, Ronnie Donnie in the back there. Oh, yeah. All right, next song.
0: Oh, no, not you again. This is a good time to get to some listener mail. <laughs> I know we won't play our, our mail theme song, but there's not enough going on in the music here. to. No. Just skip to the next song whenever you're ready, PJ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so following up on, well, we got a follow-up from some mail last week. Um, oh, and if you ever want to email us, it's Boys at gmail.com. Uh, the password is capital K- And uh reach out. You know, let us know your favorite Stones album, your favorite Beach Boys album, let us know what band you want us to cover next if you have requests or ideas. Yeah. Um and we've just love. We're them. open to
1: ideas at this moment.
0: So last week we talked about an email we got from Alex, uh, who wanted to offer us a membership to Podmatch, which is a service that automatically matches podcast guests and hosts for interviews. And so we were flattered Dangerous by the beauty. invitation. And asked Alex, we just wanted to check before we accepted, we asked him if any members of the Rolling Stones or Beach Boys have podcasts that we would be able to cross-promote with. And Alex got back to us immediately, um, the very next day in fact, and he said, aw, thank you so much, very excited to have you on board. Our goal is to make this platform the best we can for our members so please feel free to reach out if you have any questions ideas or feedback Thanks again for checking us out that means a lot smiley face and then in his signature it's a picture of him so, yeah uh, he did not big, answer our question face. in fact he seemed to completely ignore our reply and just reply as if we said sure thanks <laughs> yeah uh, so I'm pretty we're pretty hey. sure Alex just used Google uh, autofill to write that reply.
1: I did think it was charming, though, so now we are proud members of Podmatch.
0: Yeah, promoting, I assume we're going to get paid, promoting Podmatch, a place where you can cross-promote your podcast for guests and hosts and interviews, and apparently all of the members of the Beach Boys and Rolling Stones have podcasts, because otherwise, why would Alex have replied?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Why would he say anything? Yeah.
0: Um, and then we also got, are we on another song? <laughs> Laugh, I Nearly Died. Oh, yeah, this song. We will actually have to stop and talk about Sweet Neocon because there's something okay. interesting there. Um, We got a new email uh, from a fan named Nathan, who we last heard from Erlich earlier in the Rolling Stone studs run. And uh, Nathan says, Dear PJ and or Pete, um, when my previous you letter... Know, oh, go ahead. Can
1: I, can I pause real quick? Everybody assumes it's me who writes people back. Oftentimes right? it's more often than not it's you
0: i think it's just because the way gmail works it has like your initials if you don't have a photo Uh, and so since you created the email address it's just your initials but then i think usually when we write we sign it whoever it is so i don't know what the confusion is but whatever
1: yeah you know what maybe i'll throw up a picture of you and i at your wedding just on the uh, on the old thing
0: i love it um Let's see. Oh, his subject is Rolling Stone studs, the fan e-letter strikes back, which All right. That's funny. Oh, I get it cuz his first one was fan e-letter, <laughs> which is really a great way to put it. Okay. When my previous letter was read live over the Beach Boys' Boys Airwaves, I was so happy. My wife was even proud of me. Hey, Nathan's <laughs> married too. How cute.
1: Yeah, good for you guys. Couple of yeah. married guys palling around.
0: Uh, I've been keeping up and listening through the discography of The Baddest Boys of the British Invasion with you both, and I've got to say I've loved it. Aw, thanks. The Lil Mick era, and especially Exile on Main Street, is fantastic. I'm glad to have heard some great songs I never would have listened to on my own. Well, I should say I did love it, but then I listened to Black and Blue, then Some (laughs) Girls, Emotional Rescue, and Tattoo You. I agree with everything you guys have been saying about how meh and bland these albums are. Even the lamest of the Beach Boys albums I still enjoy on some level, but not with these Rolling Stones albums. Man, me and Nathan are of a kind here.
1: Maybe we should get Nathan on the cast,
0: huh? Yeah. Not sure if I'll enjoy the rest of the Stones discography or not. Spoiler alert, you probably won't. You won't. Yeah, Uh, not at all. But I'm excited to listen to you guys suffer through it. Can't wait for whatever the next Beach Boys (laughs) Boys production will be as well. Respectfully yours once again, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan.
1: Well, Nathan, if you have any ideas, email us back. Also, I'm going to the next song, which is "Sweet NeoCom." Nice.
0: Uh, I did go double check Nathan's old letter to just kind of remind myself in my head who he was, and yeah. me and Nathan are just the same person because he wrote right when we started Rolling Stone Studs, saying like it was perfect because he liked the Beach Boys, but was in- like interested to hear PJ's thoughts as a new listener, and then said he barely heard the Rolling Stones, so was interested to hear like hmm. you know us go through it for the first time with. Me as a new listener, so Right. Nathan, wait, am I just maybe Did, did I Did you memento yourself? <laughs> or you no, fight club do yourself? I sleepwalk to my laptop at night and created an email address under the name Nathan. <laughs> and then I'm emailing ourselves. Let's look at the picture.
1: Maybe. It's a picture of you and I at your
0: wedding. Damn. Um, so this is Sweet Neocon, which if you listen to the lyrics. Is very obviously about uh, conservative Christianity, and it's maybe the most, like, blunt and uncreative diss of, like, Christians in the world. It's basically just straight up like, You guys are so hypocritical. You claim to love Jesus, but then you don't love everybody. Like, just shit like that as the lyrics, and it's it's very bad.
1: I see they were early adopters of Reddit.
0: (laughs) Actually, let's do this. Let's read these lyrics.
1: Here, I'll turn the music down.
0: It's actually really similar to the... We've said this a couple times recently. This is very similar to the Dave Grohl song that we talked about a while ago. You call yourself a Christian. I think that you're a hypocrite. You say that you're a patriot. I think you're a crock of shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst slam poetry. Oh, my God. Okay. And listen now, the gasoline. I drink it every day, but it's getting very pricey, and who's going to pay? How come you're so wrong, my sweet neocon? I don't know what any of that gasoline shit means. I think it's maybe because, like, conservatives, um, you know, are tied together now in America. You've forgotten since you're over in foggy old London town, but in America, yes, conservative yes. Christianity pretty much goes hand in hand with Republican politics, which is about big oil. Is my That's guess true. about what he's trying to do there.
1: How weird is it that in, like, a hundred plus years of having cars, we haven't just made something that's basically gas? It's
0: kind of weird. True. I mean, yeah. some cars, there's hydrogen cars that exist. I mean, that's, yeah, that's not some... making something new, I guess. It's just using a different...
1: Elon car, Musk so. says that's not the future, huh. so...
0: Yeah. if yes, the richest man in space doesn't think it's the future. Yeah. So Sweet neocon sucks
1: Yeah Look what the cat dragged in I'm surprised they've not already done a song with this, this title This
0: song was written after Keith's cat came in with a mouse And we were in the studio And it gave us a big old laugh And I thought what if we wrote a song called Look what the cat dragged in
1: The little kitty cat that hangs out at the voodoo
0: lounge It does all right. Yeah Anyway okay so this song Or this album's It's just really bad It's its yeah. back to the Pre like 90's stuff Of even if they cut It down to like 8 or 10 songs it would not be worth listening To like it's There's, yeah. there's not enough good songs to even Kind of come up with an idea of what the album Could have been good No, It's just it's so Uncreative in terms of Songwriting and I'm I'm sure they, you know, had fun making it, and I kind of think you're right that maybe in 2005 it would have hit a little differently, but but based against or looking at it against you know the rest of their even recent albums, it's pretty bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, hindsight is 2020 has never been more accurate than this album. I
0: think that's right. It's just really bad. I just want to know, like, I I cannot imagine that, has anyone listened to this album? Even, like, the biggest Stones fan. Has anyone put on this full album since, like, maybe 2006? I think there's no absolutely way. Not. Yeah, like, even if you fucking loved it, after you, like, got done listening to it for the first few months after it came out, you haven't touched it again.
1: The, the only way somebody's played this over and over again is if this was, like, your first CD, yeah. you got your first CD and your first car on the same day. And then the CD player and it was got just stung. the one you kept playing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What do you want to rate it, PJ? Oh, sorry. We have two more songs. I'm, do we? We're driving too fast. <laughs> We're at 58 minutes into this shit. I'm good.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we okay, have to okay. at least do our part, our due diligence. Sure, sure, sure. And play at least fifteen seconds of this song. It's bad. Uh, Infamy is the last song.
0: What if this song was actually? This song? Great. Yeah.
1: We were Did like, you get to this? Wait, point? we didn't really.
0: We didn't really listen that carefully, but this is fucking amazing.
1: Uh, we both had that when it started. We both thought. Yeah. Maybe this one's good. And then it's not. So,
0: a really weird song.
1: Yeah, um, he also sounds like David Lee Roth, like old David Lee Roth on this.
0: Yeah, it's odd that Keith's voice doesn't just sound like Keith's voice. Like, it sounds really weird on this song in a way where I kind of thought it might have been Ronald Donald for a minute and then looked it up and no, it's Keith, but it sounds a lot different than his voice does on every other Keith song. He sounds
1: bizarre, yeah.
0: It's like he actually cleared his throat for the first time in 15 years. <laughs> he didn't smoke that day. Yeah.
1: Um, boy, this album, Peter said it at the top of the show. You listen to the first song, which is Rough Justice, which is a stupid name for a song, I will say. Yeah. But you're like, maybe this album is going to fucking rip, because the guitars on that song... Are fucking primo, dude. But then it's not good uh, at all, really. Nope. It's 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 it sounds like the Rolling Stones made an album in 2005, <laughs> and that's not good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much on its face. That's just what it is, man. It's a Rolling Stones album from 2005, almost 50 years after they were found it. Relevant. 45 years yeah. or whatever after yeah. their band started. And that's Yeah, man. That's it.
1: It's yeah, man. I that is the most apt description, I think. <laughs> um I'm going to go 2, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's for some reason it feels weird to give it a 1 just cuz it's like yeah, not totally irredeemable, but but it's very bad. I think a 2 is is what I'm going with.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not nearly as bad as um What's the one we gave a one to? Oh, um, like dirty work. In, in, in. Dirty work. It's yeah. not nearly as bad as dirty work. So a one feels mean, but a two's about right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a two is definitely where to go with this. Yeah. Uh,
1: wow, Keith, come on, man. I feel like you could write better lyrics. I got to turn it off. Um yeah, I just can't hear his voice do that any longer.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, so that's the last Rolling Stones out like kind of official Rolling Stones album of, you know, Rolling Stone songs. And uh yeah. that going out with a bigger bang. Maybe honestly, now that I'm I never actually thought about this when Maybe that's what they meant. Maybe they knew this was going to be kind of their last... Because they didn't release another album until 2016. And then that was just a bunch yeah. of covers that they just kind of did for fun. Like, I don't think they were really planning on making a new album. And so maybe they thought, like, we're going out, you know, yeah. with a bang. I think they were planning on a making bang. a lot of <laughs> money. Yeah, probably. So So that's a bigger bang. Moving on yeah. to... yes. Um, sorry, my computer just freaked out. Moving on to Blue and Lonesome. Well, so first of all, just to note it, their 50th anniversary was 2012, and that's that. So we're almost to their 60th anniversary now, actually, at this point. Yeah. So It
1: seems like every week I'll like be looking at some sort of social media, and it will be like the Rolling Stones have posted like, oh, it's the... 20th anniversary of uh, yeah. Voodoo Lounge or whatever yeah. and it's like every week and it's like geez, geez. I mean, they did make a lot of albums but
0: they're really nice. into right now they're in the band phase where like they're really into releasing like deluxe remastered five disc editions of every album on it's you know like the 30th yeah. like the Tattoo You one just recently came out where it was like it's the 30th yeah, this anniversary month. of Tattoo You here's like the deluxe super edition of that and you know who, who literally gives a fuck right, all right.
1: and they, they they did that with a bunch of yeah. other shit too so,
0: so blue and lonesome was all covers of old chicago blues uh they recorded it in three days
1: you know what i say about that kind of blues yeah what's up good pizza <laughs>
0: uh they recorded it in three days december 2015 and then released it the next year uh the first rolling stones record to be all covers because they did have a couple originals on their early early Whoa. albums are you telling
1: me they released this the same month I turned twenty-one? Yeah, that's right. I could
0: have been blasting this in the club. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, they won a Grammy award, only their second, I think, ever after the uh, whatever they won best album for. For this album, they won a Grammy award they, for best traditional blues album for this album.
1: Okay, yeah. all right, that's yeah. all different. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and this is. For sure, actually, this time, their most stripped down Back to Basics album since like their earliest, earliest albums. The credited what? players and instruments are Mick on vocals and harmonica, Keith on guitar, Ronald on guitar, Charlie on drums, Daryl Jones on bass, and Chuck Level on keyboards.
1: That sounds about right. And then. So this is more stripped down than the album Totally
0: Stripped? Yeah, yeah. But like you know, there's no there's no outside instruments aside from just guitar, bass, keyboard, drums, yeah. harmonica, um, and then they do have a couple guest musicians. So Eric Clapton plays slide and lead guitar on a couple songs.
1: So we'll have to skip those because he's yeah uh, a bad racist
0: um, and an anti vaxxer Yeah, uh, and then their producer, one of their producers, Matt Clifford. Uh, plays like a little bit of keyboards on one track and Jim Keltner plays a little bit of percussion on one track. So Hell it's not yeah, quite, Jim Keltner. They, they just can't. I mean, I get it. If you're in a studio like that, I get that they can't. Um, it, it's almost impossible really to just do like just the core band because like at some point, you yeah. know, someone's going to jump in to like do a little thing here and there, but they're so close. They're so close to just the five of them being credited.
1: Um, what, one of my favorite things that Jim Keltner has ever said is in the late seventies through the nineties, he would just hang out at the studio, um, and just bring a weird instrument in that day just so he would get credited on songs and make money from it.
0: That's so he'd like, you know, have
1: sleigh bells or some shit and be like, yeah, you want me to be on this one? And they'd be like, oh, sure. If you're here, but then he would get credit and then he would make money. Yeah. At at least the session fees, which is amazing. Yeah, but then he's also like really good at what he does,
0: so I get it. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty great. Um, so that's basically it for Blue and Lonesome. Uh, for Mm -hmm. some reason, I I literally cannot think of a reason why it was released as a double LP, and it is forty three minutes long and twelve tracks. So that means they did three songs per side of like seven minutes yeah. per side. I don't understand it at all. Do you think they only do that because you have to pay more for a double LP? Maybe it just, it truly doesn't, none of it makes any sense, but then it would no. cost them more to produce.
1: But then they, I mean, I think you probably make more in returns for a double. Maybe. LP. Maybe
0: that would be crazy if that's true, but
1: well, cause like a brand new double LP sometimes is like $45, yeah. 50 yeah, bucks maybe.
0: sometimes. So that's it. Blue and Lonesome came out in December 2016 and uh, went to the number one in the UK and number four in the US. Although we are firmly in an era where if you just release an album that week, then you're mm-hmm. number one. So,
1: yeah. Also, uh, I was wrong about I was 22 when this album came
0: out. Oh, PJ.
1: God damn it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's get into that sweet track by track.
1: Just your fool.
0: This is a uh, little Walter cover. You know,
1: I'm I'm going to say this now. I really like a lot of old music like I love Little Walter. Yeah. I don't want to hear white dudes in their
0: goddamn 80s do it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's like you said about the the like blues song on a bigger bang. It is like truly back to their roots. You know, like yeah. this is the stuff that, from like 1963 through, through like 1968, was their. Yeah. This was their the guiding gym. star. This yeah. was the like entire well, reason they were a band. So I get them wanting to go right. back to it, and they sound comfortable and, and th- good. No,
1: I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like, it, I guess in 2016, no, even in 2016, it's just like. There was all this stuff coming out in like the early 2010s where it's like, oh, you mean every old blues artist has had some lyric or riff or something stolen from them and never credited? Yeah. And it just seems insensitive of them to have, like, yeah. I don't know. That makes sense. I'm not sense saying sense. it's a bad album per se. Uh, I don't know. It just seems weird. It seems dirty. Yeah.
0: It's also just unnecessary because it's like, I- yeah. if, if you want to hear these songs, you can check out the original version. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you can check out a different cover again, not sung by like eighty year old dudes. Like, there's probably yeah. interesting, intriguing kind of covers that are not the Stones in 2016. So it's it feels a little bit like who was this album for? And I guess really just Stones fans. Yeah, probably. You know, um, or just old dudes who want to hear eight bar blues.
1: That could be. So Peter, are you familiar with the director Gus Van Sant? i am are you familiar with the 1996 film psycho <laughs> yeah. uh f- featuring I, vince yes, vaughn I, I am as norman bates uh so the reason he when he got a lot of flack for how shitty it was that's uh, cause the shot it was a shot, for shot, for shot remake. remake yeah yeah in color um he was like, "Well, I wasn't trying to make a good movie. I was trying to make a movie because there were a lot of kids who hadn't seen, or like, a lot of people in the world who hadn't seen Psycho because it was in black and white. And I just wanted them to, you know, like, see Psycho and maybe go watch the original one after seeing mine." Yeah. And I was like, "That is the most batshit crazy lie I've ever heard in my life." Um, yeah. And I can like imagine. The Stones saying that about this if it was like poorly Received yeah so right being like oh, we just Want people to go back and yeah know. yeah
0: I mean here's the thing For the Stones in 2016 They probably Met up like Maybe before a tour or something They were just hanging out in the studio practicing They started being like Hey it would be fun to do some old blues Covers like let's just jam for a little While and then after like A couple hours of it they were like Fuck it let's just we could just put this down. Yeah. And, like, Don was a sitting there like, guys, let's just record. Like, this is pretty good. We could just record this. And How then many it's like you got? Yeah. You know, there's such an established band. There's literally, like, no loss for them to just do this do for this. fun yeah. and put it out for fun. And I think that's, that's all true. it is. Like, I'm sure they had a fucking blast recording this album. But Yeah, maybe they needed it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, it, I'm sure it was really fun for them to play and make. Mm-hmm. But it just... It's a bunch of electric guitar eight bar blues with harmonica yeah. and that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. So, Which I mean they're all competent. Like if you yeah, like the Stones and you like the do. eight bar blues, you probably would enjoy this album, but I don't love yeah. their blues stuff and even if I was going to get into like traditional blues, I would look for other sources than yeah, very old Rolling Stones.
1: Yeah. This is a Helen Wolf cover.
0: Yep. Yeah, Commit a Crime.
1: Yeah. Um, And then the next song is the titular track, Blue and Lonesome, which I think, I don't know if it's originally a Little Walter, but it is a Little Walter cover. Yeah. So. Peter, what do you think I think of this album?
0: I think uh I think you like it actually. Like it's not, you know, one you're going to like put on to listen to all the time, but I think you enjoy this. I mean, it's I guess you generally like their acoustic blues stuff a little bit more, but I think you're more into like traditional blues than I am, so
1: yeah. Oh, hear that guitar though?
0: It's pretty good on this song, yeah. It's yeah. nice. There's also, though, I forget if it's this song or a different one. Whoever it is, Keith or Ronald Donald, just gets, like, lost in a blues riff and just, like, totally Hmm. has to bail on it, and it's really funny that they just kept, you know, that take. Yeah. I would guess this was one where it was just recorded live and they didn't do many more than a couple takes of each song.
1: Yeah. I think this song is great. I really like this. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, um So far I gotta say I have liked every song. Yeah? Um, yeah. And I think like you said, I do I do like twelve bar blues, and I do like their acoustic blues stuff a lot, but like that's cool as hell. Yeah. And then the harmonica on it, you hate harmonica. I think like i think make is a really incredible harmonica player
0: he's pretty good yeah
1: which i don't think i've ever said about another human being (laughs) yeah um Uh, brian jones was
0: better than him
1: that's true um all of your love
0: magic sam
1: is it magic sam okay i wasn't sure
0: original artist
1: This one's kind of a miss for me. Like, this is fine, it's just not like... I guess I kind of don't want to hear them do like a slow... Yeah. Twelve bar blues, you know? Yeah. I like the ones that have a little bit more like drive and like, you know, forward motion.
0: A little more energy to it. Yeah. It's just a little a little too lackadaisical.
1: Yeah. Um, I do think the solo on this one might be really good if I remember right. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out here in a minute. But this is, like, the stuff that when, when, like, Keith always does an interview with, like, an acoustic guitar in his lap. And this is the kind of shit he's always like. Oh, that's right. It's a piano solo. And it's dope as hell. Yeah, that's what I really liked about this song.
0: It is a good piano solo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine uh good old uh um
0: Jimmy Miller? Are you thinking of Nikki Hopkins? Nikki Hopkins. Can I know, you, imagine you imagine? Imagine Nick- Imagine if they released this album in nineteen seventy two as just like a fun side thing. Yeah. With Mick and Nikki Hopkins. That would have been That'd been nuts. So good. I probably yeah. would like this album. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, I think that song is fine. It's not my favorite. That piano solo is real, real good. Um, I gotta go.
0: Okay, bye. Logging off. I love moshing when the Rolling Stones busted out this out in concert. Oh, do you, th- do you think they played these? <laughs> no. Maybe uh, I don't know. Is... I could see them doing like a little like three-song set in the middle, of being like, yeah. "Here's some fun blues."
1: Yeah, this is another Little Walter, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's by far. I think there's four Little Walters, so he takes the the prize for the most covered yeah. artist here.
1: I like this one. I think it's good. It's all right. The only problem with this album is, like, we can't get through it quick because I want to wait for the solo on all of them. <laughs>
0: I know, right? Well, they're probably all about the same part. It's 12 bar blues. Yeah, it's about a minute and a half in.
1: I don't. So, who produced this album? You said it was. Uh, I think
0: it's still just Don, and, uh, Don Was and the Glimmer Twins.
1: Yeah, Don Was. Knows how to record the shit out of a harmonica, I'll tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, he does. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah.
1: I like the bass in this one. I mean, it's very 12 bar bluesy, but I just like how it, I don't know, it sounds old timey. Yeah. Uh, Everybody knows about my good.
0: This is the Eric Clapton slide guitar.
1: If you hadn't told me that, I would have guessed this. I would have said, oh, it sounds really Eric Clapton y.
0: It's it's a disappointment because I would say the slide guitar here is one of the highlights of the album for me. So it sucks. It's quite good. Clapton, yeah. You know, and that's the
1: thing about Clapton is I don't... He's obviously a talented man. He's just an asshole, and he doesn't know how to write a song, I don't think. Yeah,
0: that's... Yeah, that is... He's a great guitar player, but he he really does not know how to write a song. No. He has, like, maybe a half dozen good songs, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, your favorite being Wonderful Tonight.
0: Yes. The best one. And then the second best one being the one about his kid who died. God, what is that? Something about being in heaven. Oh. Layla, Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven, thank you. Yeah. Aside from the slide guitar, I wouldn't say this is that great of a song.
1: No, yeah. this is pretty low point on the album, except for the uh, slide guitar. The piano was really good in the background, too. It... Do you think they made Clapton kind of change his tone because they didn't want... People to think it was Clapton or what? <laughs> Maybe, because yeah. it's not a super Claptony tone. but
0: True. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think in 2016 everyone was still really excited to hear Eric Clapton on Rolling Stone. That's
1: true. um Who is this a cover of? I, I can't. Oh, uh, I
0: Miles Grayson and Lerman Horton are credited as writing this song. I don't know if a different artist made it famous or something. but I could check on it. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't... Yeah, I've never... This one was not one that stuck out to me. I also think on this one, it's like, Keith doesn't have the register. Like, I can hear, like, an actual old blues musician singing it in my head, and it's like, he does not have that range, and uh, it's... I don't know. Sorry, I just wanted to wait for this guitar part. There was a long time where Clapton was also not good at guitar. And, like, it's kind of the same thing with Keith, where, like, late 80s into the 90s, they were all just shit at guitar for some reason. Yeah. Like, they hadn't been practicing or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, after or, what, even like, like Jimmy 20, Page, twenty-five years of doing it, they probably just kind of lost the passion skip to try forward. that hard, and they could just yeah. skate by at being pretty good. Yeah.
1: All right. write them on down.
0: This is an Eddie Taylor.
1: Eddie Taylor, yeah. yeah I'm Still you. I'm the, the guitar in this one's weird. Yeah. Um, the tone is really like off like it doesn't fit the song
0: yeah it's a little weird that's true well,
1: I, I, I will say Charlie on this whole album quite good yeah
0: alright
1: there's not much more to say about this song it's fine hate to see it go The final Little Walter, I believe. Yep.
0: This is more interesting. This definitely sounds like a song they would have done on one of their first couple albums.
1: Yeah. I don't think they did any Little Walter songs before this album, did they? Yeah, I'm not. Did they just get on a big Little Walter kick?
0: I don't know. Gotta say, I don't know.
1: I don't know, maybe they got like the Chess Records best of or something <laughs> Yeah, probably Because um, I know they cover Willie Dixon a little bit later in the album too
0: Yeah, there was an, a 60th anniversary re-release, a box set that Mick got Yeah movie, too.
1: Yeah, this is like maybe the most straight up blues one on it Yeah I like the blues,
0: the guitar riff
1: It's good Alright. Who do blues? Who do blues?
0: Who do blues? Who blues?
1: Um. This is Otis
0: I Hicks, hate... Jerry West.
1: Okay, yeah, this was another one I couldn't place. Um. I hate how he sings on this song yeah you know how you hate his dumb country voice (laughs) yeah i hate his dumb blues voice um yeah i think it's silly but the guitar lines on it are pretty good
0: yeah this one's not terrible but yeah i his voice is a little weird
1: yeah a little rain It sounds like they put it on half speed. Like he sounds, yeah. you know, when that thing was going around a few years ago where it was like, if you put YouTube videos on half speed, they just sound drunk. That's what they sound <laughs> like they did here.
0: Yeah, it does. Did they? It really it actually does. Just like. Are it. Are you sure you're not playing this off YouTube or something, are you? where it's accidentally no. slowed down? Uh, this is okay. Um, well, I was kind of hoping yeah. it would kick into gear and it would be like twice as fast, you know. But yeah. Oh well.
1: Let's uh let's skip to the end to see if it. Yeah. Never does. It never does. I skipped ahead and just uh, a harmonica solo. Yeah. That's about all that changes.
0: So coming up, we have the last two are Willie Dixon tracks. Yeah,
1: both are Just Like I Treat You. Willie Dixon, who I think has gotten the most money from white English rock bands, uh, you know, suing them and being like, oh, yeah, they ripped off my lyrics and my song and just about everything. This one's good.
0: This is pretty good.
1: There's just a lull in the middle of the album Where it's like for some reason they put all the slow ones Like all the kind of more boring ones in a row Yeah. But this is good You know, how old was Mick when this came out? How old is Mick now, I guess? Great question (laughs) I have no idea 90? I don't fucking know He is Well, they were born
0: in the 40s, I think Or the late 30s
1: you want me to do math? Um, yeah. He is 78 years old. Now? So okay, so. Now he is.
0: 74? 75? Yeah. Or wait, 73? Yeah. So yeah, in his.
1: And he doesn't sound like he's in his 70s. I'll give him that. No.
0: No, he does sound pretty good still.
1: Which I cannot say for him when I went to, you know what?
0: When was that concert oh, yeah. I went to? It wasn't, was it when they were in that Missoula? Like, that was like 2007 no, or 2008. He,
1: Yeah, it was like 2007, I think.
0: Oh, so you probably heard some songs from A Bigger Bang.
1: Yeah, which I'm just now realizing. Um, Yeah, look
0: up that set
1: list, dude. Let's go through it. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Uh, I'm going to put the last song on, I Can't Quit You Baby, which is a song that Willie Dixon uh, famous got a lot of money from, from Led Zeppelin. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, Oh, yeah, I thought it sounded familiar. (laughs) This is one where Eric Clapton's on again playing guitar.
1: It was October 4th, 2006. Okay. If you were there, I was the little kid. Um,
0: (laughs) You had just gone to your first. You had just gone to the record store to buy your first album.
1: Yeah. Because I was old enough. Um, Let's see. Jumpin' Jack Flash. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. Oh no, not you again. Oh no, not you again. What the fuck is that? Is that off It's of from bigger a bigger bang. bang. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that <laughs> has to be remember? one we
0: just talked about because I don't recognize it.
1: Yeah. Um, Funny. Let's spend the night together. Okay. Uh, Streets of Love. Sure. So they played a lot of bigger bang. Yeah. Well, at least two songs. From um, All Down the Line, which was nice. awesome. Um, Midnight Rambler. Nice. Tumbling Dice. Okay. You've Got the Silver. Interesting. Little TNA. Huh. So two yeah. kids' songs So he in a gets row. a little mini, mini yeah.
0: set
1: there. Yeah. Um,. And then Miss You. Okay. Rough Justice. They did Rough Justice. Okay. okay. Uh, Get Off of My Cloud, which was the first time I'd heard that song. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this song is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, and then Honky Tonk Women right after that, oh, which is an interesting slowing choice. It down, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sympathy for the Devil. Nice. Start Me Up, Brown Sugar. And would you like to guess what the encore was? Two songs.
0: Oh, um, it's got to be Satisfaction because that hasn't shown up yet, is one of them. Yep, that's the and final then one. And the other one. Who? Wait, what were like the last 3 songs of the of the set of the regular set? Sympathy for the Devil, Start oh, Me okay. Up, Brown Sugar. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, I feel like I'm blanking on something major here. I don't know. Aside from that, is it a it's obviously a big one, but yeah. Probably their second biggest
1: one after Satisfaction. Oh,
0: I feel like an idiot. Uh, My mind's blanking. Give it to me.
1: You can't always get what you want. Oh, yeah, do I?
0: Duh. Of course they're going to close the show with you can't always get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, PJ, what do you want to rate Blue and Lonesome?
1: So my thoughts on Blue and Lonesome are... I think it's a fine album overall as far as the music and stuff goes. I do think it's incredibly disingenuous for... 70-year-old rich white men to be like singing these songs that poor black men wrote in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Um and like that's the weirdest part about it for me. Otherwise, I think musically it's a pretty good album. I you know, I thought it was some of the best stuff they've done in a while. Yeah. Um and they sound like they like their hearts are in it, which is yeah. kind of nice. Um but it's just that whole thing where it's like it's called blue and lonesome and it's like you guys are rich and could literally have like you call fucking david bowie at this point in time and be like come on over and he'll come over like you're not blue you're not lonesome
0: i don't don't know would they call david bowie at this time didn't he die in 2016
1: no he died in like
0: 2017 yeah you're right that's 2016 is when his last album came out though yeah yeah and then he um, died like a year later or something black star I oh january
1: 2016 i was wrong okay Wait,
0: really when did maybe that album they were come blue out, and then?
1: lonesome hmm. it came out like the day he died or some crazy shit oh yeah
0: Fuck. that was nuts um he planned it yeah that motherfucker anyway um what do you want to rate blue and lonesome all that i'm gonna said. say yeah
1: see i'm struggling because i would give it like a six because i think i like enjoyed listening to this album yeah um it may not have sounded like it as we were listening to it because i just had to listen to a fucking um uh you know that other goddamn stupid album yeah i don't even remember what it's called um truly I a, don't bigger remember the the album. a bigger bang a bigger bang that's right um because we had to listen to A Bigger Bang yeah. uh, another time, which I was it did not put me in good mood list, just <laughs> Pete. True. Um, Fair. So I would give it like a six, but then like throughout this album, I was just thinking about how disingenuous it was. And I was like, I mean, like I get that you want to pay respects to it, but it just seems weird. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go like f- – I don't know whether to go for a four or a five. Pete, what are you giving it?
0: I was going to give it a four. It's like I'll match you there. I'll match it's you there with a four. Technically good, technically as in like the musicianship is good. Um, yeah. And it's definite. It's infinitely more listenable than anything since Voodoo Lounge, since the first half of Voodoo Lounge, and then before <laughs> then, several albums. You know, like it's it's actually something that I wouldn't hate being played in the background. But yeah, I also don't think it's particularly good. So I think a four is is fair for sure.
1: Yeah. I'll match you there were the four, I think. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that has been
0: That's you know the, what that the Rolling Stones discography. The Rolling Stones whole fucking career. We did it, PJ. Yeah.
1: We did it as painful as it was towards the end of that, I think it was worth it for the beginning.
0: Yeah. I think I think so. That's true.
1: At least that's what I'll keep telling myself because you yeah. know, it's been a year, so have we been doing this for a year the
0: stones i think about didn't we start i don't know when they first came out but i think they started we started recording them last december or november yeah and we are
1: almost to our three-year anniversary i think wow pete wow um it has been 10 months of listening to the rolling stones um pretty much nonstop every week at at the very least every month um and i gotta say i really enjoyed the beginning of it yeah um you know in that 10 months i've moved you got married a lot has happened but the stones were always there they were our rock
0: that's true i mean for better or worse so but don't don't fret, listeners. We ha- we're going to come back for one final episode. Uh, yeah. And just a reminder to email beachboysboys at gmail.com if you have ideas about who we're going to do next. Whoever we do decide to cover next, it'll probably be a little bit of a break before we're back to recording but or to release yep. a new episodes. So definitely go check out the archives if you haven't heard Beach Boys Boys. Uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a better show than the Rolling Stones studs, I'll say that. Those guys back then were, you know, they were funnier, they were wittier. They were they drank a lot more, so that's always fun. That's true. <laughs> it was in person, um, so it's a little different of true. a true, yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah. so, you know, definitely check out the archives, keep listening to the Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones and uh, yeah, let us know who you think we should we should do next.
1: Um uh, please try to not suggest uh, white bands that started in the sixties.
0: That would be preferable, yeah. We'd like yeah. to at least talk about maybe a different era and or a different viewpoint on the era we've been covering so yeah yeah just something like that you know we're open to to singers instead of bands we're open to yeah um i think that's basically it just singing yeah. that's kind of what it comes down to either a singer or a band so
1: or even a band that's not just white dudes you know yeah. like maybe.
0: oh i actually female there's a guy yeah maybe this guy named Michael Jackson I heard of the other day who might be really interesting. Like, yeah, like started oh. as like a child star, but it was in like the 70s. So it's kind of a different era. Oh, yeah. An African-American gentleman. So, you know, obviously not, oh, a, white, not a white dude playing the blues. Good. um, yeah. Or playing surf rock. And, uh, and then, you know, became like a big pop star. And I just had a, like a really long kind of crazy career. So I think. Whoa. Yeah, I think he might be interesting. I think it might be worth looking. Maybe
1: at it time. might be some interesting to do something that neither of us know about. I've yeah. never heard of this. Sure, Michael I know. Jordan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the other guy. That's the that's the baseball player. Um, here's the deal: it's Janet Jackson's older brother. That's all you really. Oh, know. yeah. He apparently oh, okay. was famous before her. So, yeah. really? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It's it's all kind of huh. crazy. A crazy thing. He had a friend, a rat, who was his best friend for a while, and then a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. So. oh taking a page out of justin bieber's book i see yeah that's right yeah never became a christian though unfortunately ah uh, as far as i know sad, i mean sadly actually it seems likely that michael jackson had like one weird christian album but
1: you know if we if we step away from the bit for a second uh his his brother i don't remember which one there's so many yeah not tito germain germain yeah. is um jehovah's witness and i think they all might have been super jehovah's witness when they were Got kids it. yeah that would yeah. yeah i could
0: see that they were they had kind of a cult vibe around them
1: yeah i think joe jackson was like a really devout interesting um uh
0: what do you mean step away from a bit
1: sorry what what do
0: you i don't understand what do you mean hmm? i didn't say anything okay well so well, yeah we'll, we'll see you next week with the final wrap up episode of the Rolling Stone studs we're going to get into some best ofs uh, for their whole career and kind of give our, our thoughts on the Rolling Stones as a band and as a cultural institution but until then yep. this stone it's still rolling is it? it's losing speed rapidly <laughs> Yeah. technically it's still going it's running on fumes at this point yeah. It's starting to gather
1: moss, which I I was told was not a thing. So it's not
0: a good thing. I know that. I've heard that. Yeah. No.
1: I don't like my stones mossy. No. Who will? Well, Pete, I'll, I'll see you on you the it. other side of that stone.
0: See you next time. A Beach Boys Boys
1: production.